Welcome back to season two of the Salt and Shadows podcast. We're bringing you shorter episodes this season with tangible tips for diving into the darker seasons. We're headed into fall and winter here in the Northern Hemisphere, and we know this can be a challenging time for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. That's right. We are taking it slower and we are creating our content with more intention to support you in keeping the energetic change with the seasons of going at a slower inward pace. We'll be consulting both our oracle and tarot cards, as well as leaning into our intuitive elemental channeling in order to bring these messages to you today. And don't forget, we are now offering Salt and Shadows sessions, where we have collaborated to create a ritual that puts you at the center of the magic, bridging your outer world with your inner spirit. And now it is time to trace the salt and embrace the shadow. Hello, and welcome back to episode five of the Salt and Shadows podcast. We are here in our studio for the first time, which is really exciting. You can tune into this video live. Hello for everybody watching on YouTube. Yep. Tell them how we've been. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Since the last time we recorded a podcast, like we've lived multiple lives, I feel. Yeah, so (laughs) we've been talking about how, you know, this is a dark season, we're in the fall season, that we are, it's time for rest and slowing down, and and we're talking about how to support ourselves during the holidays, and just this season of change, and seasonal effectiveness disorder, and uh, seasonal depression, and things like this, and you know what, we, I think... I'll speak for myself. I got swallowed up by a ginormous wave of it all. (laughs) And coming back from being in New York um, has been immensely challenging. It always is, but for a lot of reasons. Um, And and then hitting, yeah, I had a couple weeks to just kind of like be in that coming home. And then we hit the ground running with the studio. We've been in here since November 1st, getting everything completely set up. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll have to yeah. do a YouTube video, uh, studio tour. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll make, a, no- I'll make a note of it. And can we just say that being work partners is such an enormous challenge just as people, like, say more about it. <laughs> so we already knew that a lot of the things that we do are very like great for each other we really work well together we have a lot of the same goals and we are very passionate about a lot of the same things however we each have our own business and now it's like a marriage we are <laughs> yeah we are combining our businesses together and it's like bringing together your lives your it's like bringing together the things that are you and that you're passionate about and you you've created it you've built it you you have a certain way you like it to work and now you're trying to merge it with another person that has their own way that they like things to work or just things that you never even really consider in your own business and now we're doing this together and I mean we're basically 
married. We've had some really big conversations and we've like, like we had to sit down and be like, Hey, we have to talk about finances. Like that's the most important thing. Like, hello. And that's like, I think the biggest thing that makes it feel like a marriage for me. Uh, cause I don't think, I mean, this is almost, I'm like, do I want to admit this? But I don't know if I've even really had that conversation with a lot of my serious partners, even in the past, because I've never right. been, a, I've never been this stable in a place where I've been like that money, the money wound and money mindset working through that is one of the deepest shit. So to know that we're in Same. a place where we can show up together and be in it and work through it, like that's beautiful. And that even though it's coming up and even though it is challenging, because no matter what situation that you're in, as far as finances go, it can be challenging. But to also have someone that is willing to meet yes. those challenges yeah. with you and not just make it a hostile, mm. a hostile place whenever there's that subject being discussed, we actually come together and say things that are very hard and feel very vulnerable for us I believe because we both come from places where we we have built within ourselves our own systems because the people around us didn't support the systems that we needed mm. and when you've spent so much time building those systems they mean something to you and then when you try to show others those systems and they just kind of either deny you or they're not on the same page they're not on the same page or they can't really understand where you're coming from even though you're trying it doesn't really feel like you're really getting very far and I feel like we're getting farther yeah because we're willing to say the things that are hard in order to be heard and we also expect each other to show up on the other side of that as well. Absolutely. And the emotional intelligent piece that I think we've been working on really hard that is so much of this shadow work is is recognizing like what's mine and what's yours. Like what like how to not take something personal, how to truly understand like where somebody else is coming from. Um to be able to say hard things and to be like I just have to like get this out and to just it's so it's really comforting to know that I can just speak and know that you're not like internalizing things or or what did you say earlier a lot of people um are like pro hostile or no projecting their view um, yeah seeing and, through their projections yeah seeing through their own projections and perceptions of the world which is what we're all doing but that's why it's so important to do this work to recognize yeah what is mine and what is yours? Yeah. I want to circle back for a moment, if you don't mind, because um, we're talking about the studio, which is yeah. super exciting, and, you, and this marriage that we're in now, <laughs> um, and combining our businesses, just to be a little more specific and clear on what the studio is and what we're doing here. So, yeah. Salt and Shadows is me and Diana working together. It's a collaborative uh, essence, <laughs> collaborative being. Um, it's, so it's everything that we do together, including being here together at the studio. So it's our salt and shadows studio, just like the salt and shadows podcast. We offer our salt and shadows sessions, but we do both still have our individual businesses right. Diana does tarot specifically and tarot mentorship and tarot teachings, tarot readings. And she of course incorporates the lifestyle support and ritual and ceremony and all of that. And then I focus more on the lifestyle support specifically. That's what my background has been with life coaching and Oracle readings over the last decade. And 
I've, I'm still pretty new to the tarot. I use that a little bit more. Um, but yeah, we do. And then, and then kind of like a mix together, the ritual, the ceremony, the energy clearing and things like that. Um, and it all started with a podcast and it all started with a podcast for us to come together like this. So it's beautiful. We're so, we're just so grateful and humbled to be able to work together as we continue to also, um, move in our, our, um, respective and individual directions and pillars. Right. We are... So we've told you a bit about the Salt and Shadow Sessions, which we're just ecstatic to have a space for you to be able to come in here and experience with Diana and I. Oh, that is, yeah that's, yeah, that's a really beautiful... It's so nice to have a physical space within the community where pe- we can be found <laughs> and be available to people more yeah. consistently. Yes, yes. And of course, everything's still available online, but that in-person connection is so important, especially when you're dealing with the shadow work and the the shit the yeah. shit work the shitty work that it takes to feel good <laughs> yeah exactly and the harder things that we are not only doing our sessions but we are now creating workshops sorry i'm suddenly just got in my head real quick about how That's i okay. said doing the shitty work i just mean like it's so important to be in person with someone to be able mm. to like it makes a difference, not that you can't do it online, but to be able to reach across the table and actually hold someone's hand or rub their back while they're crying and just really holding that intentional, safe space for somebody to be vulnerable. That's right. what I mean when I say the shitty stuff because it's uncomfortable, yeah. you know, and we don't, at least right now at large, we don't step into that so willingly. Right. Thanks yeah. for letting me clarify. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean... It's stuff that you cannot just expect everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. You can't just go into that place and have somebody available to you to go into the deepest things that you may need. Mm-hmm. And that's what we are trying to provide. We are trying to provide a bridge between those places of grief and hardness and the places where we need healing and our everyday lives. Yeah, the discomfort of our internal world to the reality of our outer world and trying to make it just a bit more comfortable and fun and joyful and able, capable to be here, to to be in this human experience. Yeah. But yes, as you were saying, we are, we have so many offerings that we're bringing to the studio now. We have our new moon ceremonies that are starting and those will be at the beginning of every month through April. So you can buy a ticket for $33, or we're offering a special bundled package. You can get all four for $99, so you're basically getting one free or saving $25, I think, specifically. Um, And that bundle is available only through December 26th. So the first new moon ceremony is going to be January 1st. Is that right? Mm -hmm. It is. Right at the the beginning of the year. New moon. (laughs) <laughs> that was so cute. <laughs> she like nuzzled her her head into her own shoulder for those who can't see. Um <coughs> Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Same people. Um yeah, workshops and we are going to be bringing in not only our um 
the moon ceremonies. We're going to be bringing in a workshop about the moon cycles and working through the energy of the moon cycles. Yeah, we're going to be creating a freebie for uh, moon energy, like a moon energy freebie um, for you to be able to understand and use, like whether you come to a session or a, a full moon ceremony. Mm -hmm. um, there will likely be a masterclass to follow as well. So lots of good things. I think there's so many things to yeah, because it's been a while, you guys. It's... We were going to come back last month and start with this podcasting, and it did it happen? No. I was like, I get back at the beginning of October. Let's make it realistic and schedule out our podcast so that we can start recording again beginning of November. Plenty of time. We'll be in the studio. But yeah, we had to get into the studio first. I had to get home. I had to settle through all of just that transition, yeah. we had to get into the studio. We had to settle through that transition. <laughs> and, yeah, we've just been – I think the biggest thing that's been coming up between us that I'd love to dive into a conversation for more is about how – and it's just a continuation for our theme of this season – is just how this is the time of year. Naturally, nature is asking us, in the Northern Hemisphere specifically, to slow down. To please slow down and to maybe be a little bit more quiet, be a little bit more gentle with yourself. Mm -hmm. And how capitalism says, no, we're going to ramp it up. We're going to ramp it up. You should be shopping and all of this stuff and just like spending and this. But in the car right over here, we were discussing this. And Diana, you brought a really great point saying that, well, here, I'll let you share. You say you're part of it. Um, are about, we talking about the season and, and specifically like how you say, how you said that, cause I was like, and we're capitalism forces us to like the holidays are here and to go out and be with your family and like how, how ridiculous. And you were saying that traditionally we actually, that there's actually a somewhat of a good thing to that, that we like, uh, traditionally it would help through the community to get us through those seasons, yeah, the, the yeah. darker seasons. When we would come together, we would come together around celebration, around fire, around, around the bringing light. back the light. Yes. Yeah, It was this reminder of the light is coming back and we just have to keep our focus on it and do what we can to get through these harder, colder, dying months. We just stepped out of Scorpio season and the tarot card along with Scorpio season is the death card. Mm -hmm. um, and that, I mean, the reflection of that also within what we are experiencing, if you are in the Northern Hemisphere right now, we are experiencing that season of death. Even within nature, we look at everything around us and nature is, is letting and releasing things, the part of it that is alive. And going within. Even our trees are completely dropping their leaves and then they go within. And animals hibernate. Yeah. All of those things. Even like house plants. House do it pets. Too. House pets. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they all go through their cycles. Even they like shed their mm. coats. Oh yeah. Or start gaining their coats. You know, mm. it's like it's built within us to have different cycles. And the cycle we just stepped through was death, and what there sense? has been so much of that yeah. around us. Mm -hmm. What were you going to say? I, I did not mean to interrupt you. That's okay. Working on that. 
Uh, I'm curious. I find myself so curious. What is Sag then? If Scorpio is death. Oh, so Sagittarius is the Temperance card. Oh, and I was going to say that too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Please say more. Okay. <laughs> so the Temperance card is a card of bringing balance between your dualities and doing it by not always taking away, but actually by adding to the recipe of what you are trying to create. So often we think of something is lesser or if we're going into something where let's just say seasons, we're going into another season where we're stepping out of a season we had already acclimated to, and now we're in a new season. When you look at the temperance card, it shows a figure that is trying to balance between two cups what they are creating. In the Rider weight deck? In the Rider weight deck, in that symbology, Wait. yes. Thank you. Um, and <clears throat> what that really brings us into is this energy of how are you acting alchemizing yourself. There is also a card that, um, in the temperance card, it shows, um, the energy from the sun on one side, which is going to be your action and, um, just all of that kind of like, let's say the divine masculine energy of action. And then it shows the energy of the moon on the other side, which is your intuition and your emotion. How do you bring those together and start alchemizing those to work for this new season? It needs to always be flowing and always be moving. And sometimes you're giving more of something and sometimes you're taking away of something. And all of this has to do with really being able to gauge within yourself where you are and what you're available for. It's a card of very much recognizing your boundaries mm-hmm. and being able to flow with where those are, whether they change or stay the same. And it's really something you can only do over time and building confidence in really knowing what you need and what works for you. It cannot be dependent on others. It can't be dependent on their schedules or their opinions or their judgments either of what they think you should or shouldn't be doing. This is all your work. And that's why it's really important to also be connected with yourself. Wow. That's beautiful. Thank you for explaining that. Um, Of course, I pulled out my one Holy Bible book that is the only book I've used so far for tarot. It's uh, the What the Fuck is Tarot book by Bakara Whitner. My book, if you're watching the YouTube video, you can see is completely torn up because the dog I was sitting recently thought that would be cool to eat. He thought it was yummy. He was like, oh my god, terrible! Yeah. Nom nom. <laughs> um, I just wanted to read a couple of quotes that I've highlighted from yes. the passage in here that I really love. Um... In temperance, we are standing in the presence of our guides, angels, and ascended masters. We faced death and are standing in its afterglow, where fire and water blend, where the pain has burned off, and we are left only with the healing and lightness that we've made room for. Um, And it says that we develop a relationship with temperance when we begin to believe that the game of life is rigged in our favor, 
Her grace allows us to see the inherent benevolence of the universe. It is a source that we can cultivate an immediate relationship with. She both reminds us that we are safe and ensures that safety on our behalf. There is an exalted, almost ecstatic energy temperance brings when we allow her to work with us. And I... Okay, taking a pause so we can let that sink in. <laughs> and I just want to say that I feel like maybe... I'm going to tread lightly here for myself, but I feel like maybe I was feeling this a little bit this morning. I personally have been struggling with my mental health a lot, um, going through the shit and tis the season indeed. And I love this, that it says in temperance, we're standing in the presence of our guides and our angels. However, that may or may not resonate with you. Let's just say like our guides for now. Um, and that you faced death, you've decided what is not serving you right now, what you can shed, you've accepted that, and now you're in the afterglow. And for me, like, I'm not personally in this season right this moment, I do not feel like I'm in any sort of an afterglow, but can I believe that I am supremely supported? Can I believe that what I am processing and what I am going through is normal, that is normal for me? Can I remember that I am in this deep, dark season and that, that this is normal for the cycles and nature, rhythms of nature and the earth? Um... And it just allows me to soften as the waves of transmutation and alchemization, aka grief or depression or anxiety, and as these things wash over me during this season, it really just, it brings a lightness to know that that discomfort comes with growth like you are growing you're moving through and you're learning how to be able to come back to yourself and be like you that it's that stability it's that foundation yeah I also love the the imagery in the book of the there you're creating this fire and, and within the fire there are crystals this is the imagery from the, uh, this is Bacara's, Way Home Tarot. The Way Home Tarot, yeah. And if you're watching the YouTube video, I'm putting it to the screen right now. And within the fire, there are crystals. And that represents the treasure of what you are creating with your life. And if you think of the time it takes for crystals to actually form... We happen to have something that looks just like what we're describing. <laughs> I mean, think of the time that it takes for this to grow in nature. Yeah. And it's so important for us to come back to what is, like, every, nothing in nature blooms year-round, and everything in nature takes time. This crystal didn't just pop up overnight. And I, like, we are expected to move quicker than is realistic in our life, in, like, a Western yeah. society and in it, the world at large. And it is so important for us to get back to these cycles and seasons. And that's been a really big lesson for me working with my teachers and mentors in my life, too, is, like, what's realistic for nature and in my all-or-nothing tendencies, I've had to face some really hard truths that I am an over-consumer. 
in a lot of ways, especially when it comes to substances, just over consuming. And when I reality check myself, I'm like, could nature provide that for me naturally? Like, or am I like, like, let's talk about weed, right? My, my mentor and doctor was like, cool, like, how much do you smoke? And I was like, you know, every day. And he was like, oh, like, you probably don't need to be smoking like every day, you should grow your own plants, like, and see like, what is that rhythm with nature? And really figure out like, how much the plant will allow you to consume. Um, and of course, you can be a sneaky human and be like, well, I'm gonna have a pot farm and all the big plants and I will have all of it. But uh, I don't know where I'll put that farm, but I'm going to have. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, and then it's noticing all of that. Like if the mind does jump to that, it's coming back to what is natural, what is within your own bandwidth and really be taking this time to be in this discomfort and your, I call it a growth edge. We can go into what that means if we need to or another time, but it allows you to bloom when the springtime comes. Yeah. Like, like a, a, a seed that is like stretched and pulled thin, like it's going to crack when it's time to like sprout and crack in a way that's not going to allow it to have like the foundation it needs to, to make it to the soil and out of the earth in the springtime. Am I just going off on a tangent? No, so? <laughs> that actually brings me into like, something we even talked about when you were out of town, I was taking care of your plants. Yeah. And I put them on a completely different watering schedule than they were used to. And a few of them shot up because they weren't used to that, but they shot up in a way where they weren't growing at a pace that would give them stability and strength. They shot up and then they were weak because they weren't growing at a pace that was healthy for them. They were just, given something to grow with and just shot right out there and it can even happen in nature. Yeah. And it does happen in nature. Like that's the irony. Imbalances still (laughs) happen in nature. It's not just a human thing. It can happen all around us. So we have to slow down to speed up is what I'm hearing. I just wanted to say that, but go on. (laughs) No, I, I think that's a great way to end my thought is we do need a season to slow down. Slow the fuck down. Like, like, no, I really, <laughs> guys, no, really. Like, <laughs> like, I, especially being entrepreneurs, it's like we get caught in this space. Like, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I will rest when I make it or like when I do this and when I do that. And like, I just have to like do this. It's like, bitch, can you please? Like, I'm serious. I know I'm calling you out. I'm calling me out. Like, I'm calling everybody out. We need to slow down actually slow down and reevaluate where we're at and how to take care of ourselves because this is a fucking slippery slope and it's exactly what capitalism patriarchy wants us they Mm -hmm. it wants us to get away from ourselves to stay in the rat race and to stay in the rat race never slowing down and it's okay if you've been in a busy season I congratulate you I honor you I think that is absolutely beautiful and great and I'm asking you please slow down before the start of this year please take some time to reflect and to see where you're at and how you can support yourself different and better so that you can continue to scale and up level in your fucking life we want this for you need to come from a solid foundation so that you're not breaking and cracking and being weak and the way that this shows up in our bodies it's burnout 
it's anxiety, it's depression, it's uh, feeling like you just want to constantly flee from your life, um, not being able to think clearly. Like it comes with all of these side effects that eventually come out in some sort of physical way in the body. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to add something there too. If you're a parent, please, please give yourself permission to keep things simple. Mm. There's just this ever growing pressure every single year to do more and more for the holidays. And it is not feasible. It's it's not something that actually allows you to still have space for yourself and to still have the space for slowing down, to recover. We're not getting the same amount of energy that we were in a season where we have full sunshine all day long. And, like... <laughs> We, we don't have that energy available to us. We now need to be able to alchemize how we are using our energy. And that is something that we can get caught up in so quickly as parents is what we want to be able to offer our children as experiences for holidays. Are we, are we setting an example from a place of balance and centeredness and knowing what really truly matters to us or are we comparing ourselves to other families and what they are doing Mm -hmm. are we trying to relive the experiences we didn't get through our children and therefore we're still doing too much and not making it about what you actually need in the present time there's so many things to get caught up in it's not even just ourselves anymore. It's also what we can be to the people around us. And that's when it starts becoming the slippery slope of, well, I've completely lost myself because I'm making choices for everybody around me instead of coming back to me. And so especially if you are a parent, this is even more important for you. Yeah, and that's and that's our work in the world. We're here to help you when you realize all of a sudden, shit. I need to take care of myself. Something needs to shift, whether that you don't know where to start or you've gotten off course. Like, we're here. We're here to help you decipher for yourself what is important and how to bring you back according to your busy life, your unique self, your values. We really take... Do I... I don't... We take a lot of time to practice in our own selves to make sure that we can hold space for where anybody else is at. We're not, you're not coming to us for us to project onto you what we think you need to do with your life. We're listening to what you think you can do with your life and empowering you, reminding you of your power. That's what empowering is. And I'll just circle this back real quick, talking about like me getting, uh, I felt like I was just really getting in it for a second, calling people out saying like, you need to slow down. This is for the nervous system. This it, it, it it's your nervous system, babes. Like it really matters. If you're not able to rest or to chill right now, like you literally can't. Like t- that's okay. That's uncomfortable and it's a great place to start, but we have to have to be able to rest and actually chill. And not just like rest. I would say I we have to be able to learn how to move through the world that way. We cannot be running on 
our fight and flight, our, our sympathetic nervous system all the time. And we are, we constantly are. You cannot repair yourself if you're not in a restful state. And we are so stressed out now that like we, we have stress dreams and we can't sleep and like our nervous system is affecting yeah, it's especially especially when we eat and when we sleep and our digestive system and our sleep are the two biggest recovery systems that we have in our body. The two biggest ways that we receive nutrients and that everything goes into the body and nourishes us, recharges us, fills us up and like and yeah, so we're so stressed that it's fucking up our sleep and we're so busy that we're not sitting down and calming our systems to be able to eat at all and be in a state where we can actually digest our food properly. Like, and, and yeah, it feels so big and daunting and it's like, "Ah, I don't even know where to start. Like, I know I need to do this shit, but it's like, it's okay. Take a breath, notice, download a free guide, schedule a, a session, like support yourself where you're at, but set the intention. What is important to you? I bet that you want to be present. I bet that you want to live a happy, fulfilled, empowered existence. You want to have more experiences. You want to be able to go out and do things with your family, for your family, and with your friends, or take vacations. Like, you want that freedom in your life, and you, you, I mean, there are so many layers to being able to get that. But and you can still have those things, and you can still go slower. Yes, yes. Thank My you. My goodness. I see people constantly mm. taking vacations, constantly doing these things. I mean, give your kids a chance to look forward to something. Mm. I really feel like there's benefit in that. Yeah. Even Like with constantly vacationing, is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, and just like always, always having something planned. As a good thing? Is not. Is is not. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm saying like trying to come back from that place Mm. of always having something planned. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And... That takes choice because I really feel like society right now almost holds those expectations on people. Mm, of like, are you going to show up here? Are you going to be at this event? Well, now there's like six different relatives that are doing right. different events and each one of them expects you to be there and there's all these obligations Absolutely. and all these judgments and all of these things that you don't want to have to have a confrontation about. <laughs> and it needs to stop. There needs to start being an understanding, a boundary. You know, yes. we cannot give to everything and everyone. We are each individual. Oh, it's such the hardest lesson in my own life. I have constantly thought that I could be somebody for everyone. And you're not going to be. You just can't. You just can't. You'll just be so, strung out if you try. Absolutely. And stretched so thin. So who and what and where is important to you? And really getting back to that and getting honest with yourself about that. And that honesty is uncomfortable. And getting beside, behind. <laughs> There's so many directions you could be, right? <laughs> Which direction? Getting behind yourself in that. You've got to believe in yourself. Yeah, you need to know that you are doing this for yourself and you are doing it for good reasons. And others do not need to understand those reasons. They're not the ones that go home every night to what you go home to. Right. And that's, you are. that's why it's so individual too. It's like some of us are living, some of us have more chill lives, you know, mm-hmm. and are super relaxed. Um, you know, 
some of us are really busy and like running around everywhere. Like however this fits in for you, I would say like we are all still living in the world at large and, and you should take in, I'm encouraging you to take into consideration the effects of stress on your well-being and inviting you to make your inner peace a priority. And that really is our work. That is our work. And there, and that is, it's complicated, right? It's so easy to say, make inner peace a priority. I don't want to be stressed out. Um, but we don't also control the things that may trigger us from the outside too. Exactly. So when you say, when I heard you say a few moments ago that it really is about choice And that choice specifically means discernment. It means coming inside and asking yourself from a foundation that you have created from knowing yourself. It's hard work. It's hard work. And also another thing that I think is really beautiful about our job too is helping people realize that they're doing it. Like we get so caught up with what needs to be done and what do I do next? And it's like, what about the fact that you're here and you're like showing up, you're listening to this podcast, yeah. you're trying, you downloaded a free guide, you're trying little things like, yeah, you, your awareness is already there. You're already moving in that direction. Now it's just understanding what the steps may be, how the steps may feel and how to navigate them. Yeah. 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 Should we go into our cards? Yes. We pulled some cards. Yep. Do you want to talk about your card first or do you want me to talk about my cards and then we'll go to your card? What do you think? Yeah, let's go your cards first. Does that sound okay? Yeah, that's totally fine. That's how you drew them, right? Or no, you didn't. No, I drew from here to here. Okay. Yeah. But either way we can, we're good. Yeah. We're good. We're going to do that. Cool. (laughs) I'm going to grab the cord for the computer. So the first card that I drew is four of pentacles. So already we're starting with pentacles. We're starting with an energy of the earth. We're starting with the slowest moving energy of the tarot. And when we're in the four of pentacles, we're in a place of trying to assess where our security comes from. And I feel that this is an energy that we really come into with the holidays. Um, even with what we were saying earlier about if you are an entrepreneur or you know you have a small business, this is the time that should be slow, and yet this is the time that feels the most frantic, the most hectic for you. And something about this is like it's this energy of I am barely holding it together. <laughs> with the, fro- the it's a picture because, of a frog on yeah. a lily pad, just like pulling them in, being like, Each, a frog that has a lily pad for each of its arms and legs and that's it. And they're holding one and they're holding them all together. If they lose one of those, they're going to fall. They can't jump because their foundation isn't stable. Mm, Whoa. Well, and the, uh, the frog typically represents like a call for self care too. and, Mm. And coming back to the self and like, where is that stability? Yeah. Let the yeah. water cleanse you. There can be this energy this time of year, but that is also because we're being asked to slow down. If you don't slow down, you can't 
bring together the materials that you need to go farther. This is the time when we are meant to be assessing what actually worked to get us to where we want to be and what didn't. What needs to go? You can't really assess those things unless you slow down and you take the time to really be in it. This frog is feeling it. He's not only feeling it in his body, like he's like feeling it on the outside of his body. He knows that each part of him is in some way almost feeling like it's in a threat. There's a threat on his security. And I think that this might be something that a lot of us are feeling right now and moving into. And the very next card that I got was the Nine of Pentacles. Every card that I drew today was a Pentacles card, which really says a lot. We are really in the earth right now. The earth is really calling us to hibernate, basically. It's just sending out that sign. And when you're in the Nine of Pentacles, you're in this place that's very similar to that energy of reflection, but this is also a reflection of gratitude. This is a reflection of, wow, not only did I know and understand what I needed to get here, I really followed through. I did have my own back. And look at the harvest that comes from this. I need to pause. I need to pause and allow myself to really take in the gratitude even for myself for showing up and allowing this harvest to come into my life. It takes slowing down to really be able to recognize things. And these things don't just happen all season either. All of these different fruits, all of this is seasonal. Vegetables? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eggplants. Yeah, it's and, all seasonal. And all the time that it takes to have a harvest, right? Like, I barely know anything about gardening, but we all, maybe you guys know some, your listeners there know some basics, but it, yeah, it just, that it, yeah. it takes time. It's a process that you have to slow down and understand and put diligent time and effort into to be able to reap that benefit. Yeah, and absolutely. And here you are. You have to be willing to go out of your comfort zone. You have to be willing to care for things that don't necessarily you reap the benefits from right away. You are planting seeds. You are nourishing them. You're nourishing you so that you can keep showing up. But that harvest doesn't come through right away. It takes time. It has to grow. It has to develop. And as you watch these things develop, then you can get more of a reflection on what didn't help in this process. What didn't help me get here? Who didn't help me get here? How didn't I show up for myself in ways that I probably could next time? Mm, that's a big one. I love that one. It just really gives us an opportunity to make an assessment and start making plans for as the seasons are coming, as the seasons are going to once again change and the wheel of the year once again returns to the light and we start having warmth again, 
the abundance is already there because we're prepared for it. We expected it at that time rather than expecting it in a season where it, it, it doesn't naturally come forth. And I just want to just say real quick for anybody that doesn't know the wheel of the year again, it's like that it's a, it's the seasons and cycles of the earth on a wheel that turns. Always turning. And yeah. It, that's. <laughs> a, yeah. Uh, and you can be up here, but you're still going to be going down eventually. And then if you feel like you're on the bottom of the wheel, you're still going to be coming back up around eventually. Is that from pagan tradition specifically, pagan and Wiccan? Or I don't know the roots specifically. but I, I know that it's taught within pagan and Wiccan I know that too, circles yeah. too. I don't know if that's specifically <laughs> the root. I do know that it's definitely an ancient teaching though. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You can even hear that, like the wheel of the seasons. It's mentioned in a lot of different uh, traditions actually. Yeah. So that's cool. Absolutely. And then the very last card I got was the three of pentacles. So again, we have pentacles here, but this is coming into an energy of learning how to build these things together, learning how to work with each other. So much of the medicine of knowing and understanding how to come together is first knowing how to Show up for yourself, knowing those needs and understanding those needs, and then creating the space for other needs to come alongside of that. We might be walking our own path, but we're walking along with others. And if we all are coming together, it's so much easier too. It's so helpful to have that support from like-minded individuals And if nature can find ways to do it, find ways where community has benefit and they can look past their primal things in order to work towards those things as a community, we can do it too. If ants can do it, we can do it. <laughs> I'm curious if we want to spend just a couple minutes it's okay if we don't want to go here necessarily, but I've been thinking a lot about the importance of obviously exactly what you're speaking to the community and you said like-minded individuals, hmm. how important it, I'm, I've been thinking a lot about how important it is to spend time with people that you share values with yes. and also the differences in people that maybe like how, cause I'm such a firm believer that you can have love and respect and relationship with people despite complete differences. And in like many indigenous teachings across the globe, like we just see that this is capable and that it's done and that it, and that it's uh, required for us to actually be able to thrive and continue to live on the earth. And especially in any harm, harm, uh, harm, harmonic capacity, um, so I'm just curious, what would be your opinion on deciphering this, having the space for people that maybe aren't necessarily like-minded that you still love and can spend time with and also making that space for the people that are like-minded and that do really truly share like those deeper values? Yeah. I think that we have to make space for everybody like that right now because our culture doesn't understand how to really bridge those things for us right now. So mm -hmm. we're having to 
build those bridges for ourselves and learn how to navigate those relationships. Mm. We don't really have a choice always to step away from people that aren't on the same path or have the same goals or values as we do. Yeah. But that's also why we are forming boundaries. Yeah. We are coming from a place of still allowing space for those interactions and yet holding holding boundaries around what that space looks like and what we are willing to give to that and also what we're willing to allow in to our space and our energy. And I feel that the like-minded individual thing for me with this card was moving forward and building the structures and creating the lives that we would like to see built you do need to come alongside people that have those same ideas and have that like-minded mentality to build those things because you're not going to be able to build things with everybody. Even if they're in your life, you I don't feel that every relationship, every connection will have growth. Yeah, it just can't. And if we go in expecting that, we're selling ourselves short because unless they're showing up and already giving that to us, unless they're showing up and already proving that they're willing to give us that energy, then they're not ready. And I think that's the point. That's the key is recognizing that other people have done their work. Like we can have vast differences and not, you know, we can have completely separate beliefs and still have this love and respect, but that love and respect and getting along comes from somebody having done the work and knowing how to actually have a heartfelt conversation and to navigate discomfort and to not take things personally and to like, you know, it takes a lot of work to be able to show up and be with somebody in that space. So just saying like, they don't get along with me or like, you know, how am I supposed to be friends befriend somebody that has completely different beliefs than me it's complicated it's complicated complicated. and over the time over the time that you spend doing this work you'll more easily be able to decipher who stays and who goes and I hope that you may you always leave your door open because change and growth and life is ever shifting and I just, at times we are not capable and able to have people in our lives at certain times. And, you know, as long as they haven't personally harmed me in any way that I just can't, like, you know, that for whatever reason, I try to live a life where I allow people to at least come back. Because a lot of times we're not able to have conversations that we wanted to before or can't say in the moment or we learn things later that we wish we would have known. That's the bane of my existence. I have to, like, go through some shit. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And other people will have their mistakes with us, too. Yeah. Ah, it's so beautiful to just think about the way I love this three of pentacles. I'm going to hold it up for the camera again. It's just so beautiful to see the way. Yeah. That we can work together. We can come together and to learn. Yeah. And I love it because it's like they're building this and there is this, this common path that they're all on, but they all have their own little tunnels and little trails to Mm -hmm. get there. 
And that seems, that reminds me of the interconnectedness of life. Yeah. Like we're all walking our own individual path and we feel alone, but underneath the dirt here, there are all of these tunnels interconnected and weaving us together. And there is no wrong way. There's no wrong way. You can come in at it from any angle. You're still going to get there. The last card that I pulled out with us is the King of Swords. <clears throat> He is a very intellectually intelligent dude. And I love just briefly looking from the book here, Bakara's book that I have is like, he's the, he won't write you, it's, it's a, it's the energy of a person, we'll just say like big dad energy, um, that he's not going to write you a heart, a heartfelt birthday card, but will keep you on his insurance until you're 26. Um... Yeah, somebody that knows how to show up can show up but doesn't have the emotional depth. And I almost receive this card as an invitation. Like, you are fucking smart. Can you believe that for yourself? P.S. Side note, I couldn't for myself for a long time. I had a big epiphany a few years ago that I really truly believed I was dumb and had been told that my whole life. So maybe you don't think that you are smart yet. You hit us up, work through that with us, with yourself, with your therapist, whatever you need. But I'm telling you, you are smart. You're a human being. You are brilliant. You are wildly capable. And I know that you have been living in your head because it's the way that we're encouraged to be on planet Earth right now. And I think I see this king, big daddy, king of swords as an invitation. Cool. You got it. You got the brain space. Like you're there, you know, that part of you. And we're being invited now to move into the body, to come back and to know yourself. And the suit that follows the swords in the tarot is the cups, which tends to be the more, the more emotional realm and, and going in and becoming emotionally intelligent as well as intellectually intelligent yeah yeah this is oh. the like no imposter syndrome none in the king of swords like confidence yeah mm. just that intellectual and confidence well and then so that almost reminds me of and you can tell me if you disagree but that reminds me of that saying that's going around right now like like get the confidence of a mediocre white dude, you know, like, like this guy, he's fucking confident. He's probably like a, a white dad, you know, like he's trying his best and he's intellectually with it and he can talk to you all fucking day. But my dude, can you please get some emotional intelligence in there? Because you are not making the world safe for us. Can you stop like <laughs> telling me all the statistics that you know and you've known for the last three decades and tell me something new? <laughs> can you go get some more life experience maybe, Is please? this getting personal, Diana? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so shall we wrap it up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a new thing that we want to ask of you, uh, not, well, no, <laughs> to ask of you and to give to you. We want to do a surprise giveaway every month via the podcast, which mm -hmm. we're really excited. We're going to pick a winner at the beginning of every month, and we're going to send you a surprise tiny little care package in the mail, because everybody loves receiving packages, right? Yeah. So this is how it works. You just have to take a screenshot. Take a screenshot, hopefully, you know. 
<laughs> we are. We just made funny faces because, you know, you might be watching on YouTube. That's going to be embarrassing. We were giving but... you a moment to take a screenshot, but... um, That's fine. Um, yeah. Take a screenshot of the YouTube video that you're watching, of the device that you're listening on or whatever. Post it on Instagram. Tag us so that we can see it. And when we see that tag, we'll put a tally down next to your handle and name and you're in, that's an entry for the giveaway. Every single time you can binge watch and listen as much as you want, take us as much as you want, and just share about the podcast. And that's an entry every time you tag us in that share. If you want to go a step further and tell us why, like what is resonating, what is the deep, like, you know, what's benefiting you from this. Talk to us. Talk to us. Tell us what you want. Tell us that and that will be an extra entry. We so, like you. We like, we want to hear from you. <laughs> and if you don't have Instagram, mm. just so you know, because a lot Good of... on you. Yeah, seriously. Fucking great on you. <laughs> I might, I probably won't be on Instagram one day. You may not know but, about us if you're not, but if you aren't. <laughs> that's true. But you never know. And some people come to us and then realize they also want to practice getting offline more too so for whatever reason if you don't have instagram or you prefer a different way leave us an apple podcast review we're low-key snickering because we know that reviews are really important for podcasts and we don't know anything about them yet (laughs) (laughs) but um so as we say not as we do just kidding (laughs) it would help us a lot if you left a review, but that's just another simple way that would actually help the podcast and also allow and help you if you don't have Instagram. So, and in that review, just say why or how it is actually benefiting you, and that will count as two entries into the yeah, giveaway. Sharing the giveaway. Your why. Yeah, sharing your why gets you an entry. Yeah, sharing your why gets you an extra entry, and then tagging us gets us that first entry. The review will... You know, you can't do the tag. Well, what is? What if somebody left a podcast review that had Instagram? Then we we're um, gonna make it work. We're gonna make it work. Yeah. We're not trying to we're get super complicated. Track. We're keeping track. Please yeah. and thank you. It would help us a lot because yeah, we we really we see you. We see you, and we really love podcasting. It brings us a lot of joy, and it's a really great way to reach you out in the world. And yeah, so just. Thanks for supporting us, and thanks for allowing us to be in your ears right now. Yes. We're going to be starting interviews in our We are. Season. Oh, this is going to be the last se- the last episode of season two. We wanted to do it all different and bring a bunch of different tips, and as we have explained, uh, the universe has another way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we want to start doing interviews. If you are somebody that wants to be interviewed, if you know somebody that would be great to be interviewed on this podcast, if you have questions or suggestions for topics that you want us to cover, let us know. Mm-hmm. We don't know if you don't tell us, and yeah, we can think of things ourselves, but we want to know what you want to know. It's hard over here just being ourselves. I mean, like, what do people want to know about us, about our lifestyle? You guys, it's hard over here being (laughs) ourselves. Just so we're clear, if you're going to live a life being yourself, it's going to be hard. It's hard. It's going to be hard to learn how to be you, and we're here to support you through that. Yep. I love you. I love you, too. Bye for now. We love you. Thank you for listening. Cheers. Cheers.